At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hour number two of primetime action. Still a lot to get to on the show tonight. We'll have Jovan Buha from The Athletic. Covers the Los Angeles Lakers. Join us in about 45 minutes. We'll talk a little more golf later on in the show as well. Great conversation with uh, John Hasselbauer. Thanks to him, the PGA tout on Twitter, for joining us. Kelly Bidlin and Matt Brown with me. Ben Wilson on the, uh, on the desk here. And, uh, Kelly, time to update some baseball. Starting with our pentathlon play of the night here in Garbage. Atlanta. What do you mean, garbage? It's nothing. nothing. Zero, zero. Doesn't matter. Man Freed on second, is, though. We're in the Freed top of the third. is not sharp tonight. We have a, a Mets player on second. That is, Help I think me it's out. Nemo. There you go. He's on second. Zero out. 0-1 count to Lindor. Make it one more. We're just going to do play-by-play of this one game for the next two hours. Yeah, that's right. That's right. This might be illegal. I don't even know. Like, we don't even know if that's legal. <laughs> I don't think that is legal. Yeah. Live numbers. We cannot do that. Mets minus 125. Braves minus 105 on the money line. Six and a half. You're live. Tell you what, though. In this Viper Hawks don't care. That's right, we don't. Viper Hawks all the way. Caca! Yeah. That's my noise. It's Viper Hawks. <laughs> Vi- oh, no. You said Viper, Viper Cats. Viper Hawks. Oh, Viper Hawks. Viper Hawks because you love... Hawks, Hawks, Viper Hawks, you're doing Viper the, Hawks. We're doing changing the, uh, it. We gotta change it. Team change name them. I gotta let someone know about that. Yep. Uh, there might be a logo. Unless, a, unless, a logo unless the logo's already done, in which case we'll go back to being Viper. Exactly. Cats we'll go back to Viper Tigers or Cats or whatever yeah. I said. We'll own it. Viper yeah. Cats is the name. You were doing the uh, a, a hawk caca though. So that, that's that works way better. Yeah. Yeah. Viper. Yeah. Viper. Viper Hawks. Viper Hawks. Yeah. Viper Hawks. yeah. That works Viper way better. Hawks. It's like uh, always sunny, the birds of freedom. That's what it's like. Yeah. There you go. Uh, anyways, on to other scores, Guardians up on the White Sox 5-3. to three. That game in the top of the third, Guardians minus 285 live, White Sox plus 225, 14 and a half, your total. Pirates up on the Marlins, 3-2-0, top of the fifth. Pirates minus 540, Marlins plus 396 and a half, your live total. Juiced to the over at minus 140. The Tampa Bay Rays on top of the Red Sox, 3-1, to one, bottom of the second inning already. Uh, Rays minus 290, Red Sox plus 230, 10.5 is your live total. Phillies with a 1-0 lead over the Cardinals in the bottom of the third. Phillies minus 220, Cardinals plus 180, 6.5 your total. Three-run homer for Yuan Moncada in that Chicago game. I know we talked last week, Matt, about the AL Central. We, we, we kept saying... All right, as this team starts to get healthier, Tony LaRussa be damned in his ridiculous managerial decisions. But at a certain point, the talent should probably win out combined with the easiest strength to schedule the rest of the way. And uh, Moncada, fourth homer, homer of the year. 
We shall we, we, we shall see. This team is just There's a long way. To yeah, go. this team is just constantly disappointed. So constantly. I'm gonna need to constantly. I mean Giolito the other night is like one hit ball through five comes out in the sixth and then just gives up four earned and it's just it's it's if it's not one thing, it's another pretty much with this squad. They so, find new ways yeah. to lose pretty much every game. But they at least from down five nothing, it's now five three. And then uh, Brian Bayo, it, it tough that like you start your, you would think your first two major league starts against a team like the Tampa Bay Rays, who is not hitting whatsoever right now, in a, in a and also in this start in a pitcher friendly park at the Trop, but not going too well. Two runs in each of the first two innings. It's now four one after a G man Choi base hit. So that is a a twelve seventy one ERA for young Brian Bayo to start his career. Some other uh, news that should affect. Oh man, fair ball. Oh, bad call. No, no. terrible call. Can't challenge that, Kelly. Yeah, they shouldn't anyway. I told you, Freed is not sharp. <laughs> we yeah. said it. Freed is not sharp. Well, we've still got six runs to play with. And this is... Uh, the Viper Hawks don't quit. The Viper The Viper Cats do quit. They already quit already. The team name's <laughs> been retired. New logo's being mocked up. The Viper Hawks do not quit. That was a hang uh, You gotta believe. Just hang a hanging. Cur- We're lucky that didn't leave the park, actually, yeah. with, uh, with Alonzo yeah, up there. Alonzo. Yeah. I mean, we are lucky that didn't leave the yard. Yeah. Um, a stop there would have been nice, though. So some 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 news <laughs> that Jason. that may you know listen. It, no one player in baseball certainly is is like oh okay you're definitely gonna either make a bet or not make a bet or whatever it might be. But if you were even if you were on the fence about the Rays, Vonder Franco is gonna have to have surgery on his wrist, Ugh. and so that is like they're saying five to eight weeks for him. So that's. Two months of the season, talking about not getting him. Because, again, we know the five to eight weeks. Even if it's the five end, you still have to ramp up and you start to whatever. So, like, I would say eight would be the minimum you're looking at here. So, with that being the case, if you're not going to get Vonder Franco back in that lineup, who has been really the only super consistent guy in that lineup for this this team all year long, who is playing in an incredibly tough division as it is anyway, uh, just something to at least consider as you, as you, you know, Maybe maybe want to pull that bet back. Maybe you maybe you don't want to put that one in there just in case. They would currently occupy right now the second wild card spot of three in the American League. Fifteen and a half back of the Yankees, forty five and th- and forty of the Rays at this moment. Right now, your three wild card: Red Sox, Rays, Blue Jays, and then don't forget about the Orioles, Matt. The Orioles are Orioles are two games out of the final wild card spot. They're forty three and forty four. Well, I mean, they have the greatest player ever to play the game. Mountcastle! Ryan Mountcastle! He's got to take a day off on Thursday, though. It's a bummer. 3-0. and Oh, really? Do you see this? Uh-oh. I Three mean, like, this is... This Wait, did the Orioles wait. really have the day off Thursday, Kelly? Because yes. I was, yes. was going to say, like, yes. minus 1,000, our prop no. would have been oh, no. It's okay, our I backup last, guy. I looked last week. Our backup guy, don't say his name on air. Our backup guy, though, will load up. Just walk the guy on four pitches. So we ran into the only bad start of the year for Max Freed, fortunately, in our in our bet. Don't worry. Rick Cran, it's the pitching coach. Yeah. He's out to so, wiping, wiping crumbs off his yeah. chin beard, and he's out to save the day there. Fun I'd, times. I'd, I'd, he's, I'd like, he's like, hey. Uh, maybe throw it over the plate because these guys have a fictional bet on you. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> speaking of fictional bets. Uh, and speaking of Viperhawks. Yes. Viperhawks yes. would have been the perfect team name oh, for, for one cricket. of these cricket teams that uh, were running fake cricket games and getting people to bet on it. This story is unbelievable. I cannot wait for the movie to come out about this. Ben, I don't know if you have any more details of us. I, I, I think you and I both, we both talked about how we separately started our day reading, reading this story for about 20 minutes yeah. of the, uh, I don't even know how this got started, but the, the group of people in well, India that put farmers on. And farmers yeah, yeah, in a rural town. That they got just, a village yeah. basically to come together to put on an act of a fake cricket uh, league going on and were able to convince some betters in Russia to bet it via telegram. Which I don't, I don't even understand. That how part that is works. amazing in and of itself. In and of itself, of I went down else. a rabbit yeah. hole on that. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, that really happened, and, and apparently, it finally got. Uh, they got really to the got quarterfinals sh- of the of the fake <laughs> India Premier League cricket tournament before it got shut down because betting is betting on the cricket is illegal there. In India. Oh, is it? Okay, the, so they were going. Yeah. That's why the telegrams were coming into play. Okay, Correct. and they were even live betting on it. Yeah. Live betting on it and then signaling to the, you know, fake umpires, 
whatever, fake officials, yeah. of what to then make the next calls for to continue the live betting. Greatest betting story ever. And the, my, favorite, the, uh, my favorite part, Kelly, as a play-by-play guy as well, is the fact that they, they actually had an announcer. They were piping in fake crowd noise. Yes, yes, so the, bro- the broadcast actually seemed kind of legit. They did not do any wide shots. They kept the, the camera panned in only on the, the nor- whatever the normal surface of the cricket pitch Oh, I'm looking at a video of it right now. And and, uh, and they were able to pass it off as as real. I don't know if the Viper Hawks were utilized as a team name, but they should have. Yeah, the the Chennai Fighters were a team. I see that one. Yeah, yeah, Viper Viper Hawks would have worked. It's just, I think it's incredible, and I think it's one of those for anybody who's betting. I guess this is a good lesson to circle back to, especially when we saw during the pandemic a lot of the Russian table tennis going, right? And I think a lot of us were out there saying, I'm seeing a bunch of table tennis games going with tarps surrounding them. What, like, how do I know this is real, official, anything like that? I think this is a good lesson of, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great story, a hilarious story. I can't wait for the movie. But I think for betters out there, I think it's a good lesson of if you're betting on something that is not sanctioned, uh, you know, by an official governing body to really make sure you know yeah. exactly what you're betting on, who you're betting with, because uh, stuff like this Whoa, appa- apparently this is happens. Not our night, guys. Couldn't make the catch. It w- we just got like an end of the bat, like twelve mile an hour exit velocity <laughs> flare into center field, like. And they still had a chance to to get uh, the fielder's choice, but could not do it. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, couldn't have hit it any worse. <laughs> and it's just, oh my gosh. Bases loaded one out right now in a one nothing yeah. game. We're going to need some help. So uh, they asked ESPN asked 50 execs, coaches, and scouts to rank the top 10 quarterbacks <laughs> in the NFL. I, know I saw that here. this morning. Where do you – so you know – you already know the – I know some of them. I know well, some Well, I just them. saw the headline, oh, which okay. was – Well, well, the, well the, the two that were – Number 10, Dak Prescott. Number nine. I actually thought he was outside of it. Okay. Number nine, Deshaun Watson. Okay. Coming in at number nine. Okay. Russell Wilson, eight. Who, who Just, I, I saw a real tweet today about how they, the, the Broncos are redesigning their offense around Russell Wilson. Uh, really? Shocker. I know. Shocking, right? Justin Herbert, seven. So already Justin Herbert, seven. Matthew Stafford, six. Jesus H. Burrow, five. Okay. Tom Brady, four. Oh, my God. Josh Allen, three. What? Mahomes, two. And Aaron Rodgers, one. Those are your top ten quarterbacks as by 50 executives, coaches, and scouts. I saw that Across the league. Saw that. Two of the quotes I saw that really stood out to me was that the Aaron Rodgers, despite being number one on that list, right, has become too conservative or something around that has become too conservative and does not trust his arm strength anymore and make it, it doesn't the the, the the NFC exec was saying doesn't trust him to make that big throw in the tough spot while Ma- while they said about Matthew Stafford trust his arm too much trust his big arm too much and doesn't rely enough on the playbook interesting Dak Prescott said today best shape I've ever been in in my life which yeah you know what you, never, you know what you never hear man I'm coming in fat and sloppy July 11th. That's always about the time you hear those things. Speaking of football, we'll talk Titans. 32 teams, 32 shows next. Double play, baby. Yeah. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Back on primetime action. We'll get into some NFL in just a minute, but an update on the first ever Houston yeah, baseball betting pentathlon we got, pick. We're, we're getting we're getting hosed. What we're is, getting bad Max Freed. We're getting poor throws on what should be easy double plays. Andrew like Swanson could not make the throw. It's just this is costing us extra. Look at this. This is going to fall. That's going to be caught. Come on. Come on. <laughs> That's <was> not an <laughs> easy catch. Uh, two runs do score, though, in the top of the third for the Mets. Uh, Luis Guillorme, the second run, grounds into a, a fielder's choice force out, but probably should have been a double play. Braves challenge, lose it. And uh, look, we have five runs to play. We have plenty of time. We got under seven and a half. It's a two nothing game, bottom of the well, third. Max Scherzer is also dealing right are now. Are we supposed so to be able it. to tell what other people bet or not? Yeah, I was just going to say. Another, are we another, supposed to be able to talk another about Another hard-hitting Bidlin investigation reveals that this is the most <laughs> common bet game what of may, the slate today I'm for stunned. the pentathlon. We have the edge uh, is along with us. They went under nice. seven, though, so we found a better number. Uh, that we have seven and a half under seven and a half. We're laying minus one twenty. They're at minus one ten. And then we do have Scott Seidenberg from the look ahead on the first five under three and a half. Ooh, that's a little sweat. So, so got, from a we got three of us sweating this. So from a from a competitive standpoint, we want four runs to be scored. <laughs> right. In the in the five, five innings, and then three and then more. We want three more to be scored. In the but top of the, in the, stop in the, in the seven. three yeah. more in the top of the ninth to make it seven nothing. Yeah. And nothing yep. More. There okay. we go. Is, I guess Howard. How many shows are there, Kelly? There's what? Oh, uh, hold on. Three. Eight, nine in this competition, and a third. Twelve. Round. We have twelve. Oh, 12. We have twelve show slash experts. Oh, right. Because we have right. We so have we have Wes, Reynolds, Adam, Adam, and Greg Peterson, Greg Peterson all doing. What are we anti sweating? What are the other? What are the other? Okay, are, so the second most common. <laughs> let's let's anti sweat some I, stuff isn't too. It, isn't it Rockies? We, we uh, have multiple. Padres? We have multiple multiple games with two bets on them. We have Adam Burke and Greg Peterson are both on the Padres Padres Rockies over eleven and a half. Um, okay, other bet games. That'll be a fun one to anti sweat, man. Odds on <laughs> is Phillies Cardinals under seven and a half, and the nightcap is under the first five of three and a half in that game. Okay. Okay. Uh, Very cool. We need the Phillies and Cardinals. And then White Sox up, Guardians. Oh, this is this is a good one. White Sox Guardians betting across America went over nine. It's already five it's already three in the top of the fourth. So nice, nice call there. Okay, right. well, Mr. Daniel Burke lost already then because his first five under five in that game. Oh. oh no! Oh. He lost that in the first oh, inning. It, in it was five. Oh, it was five nothing in the first <laughs> inning. Yeah, Daddy. Sorry, Daddy. yeah, Daddy, Daddy. All right, so we're not we can, last. We, I heard we're, we're I not heard, in solo last, no matter what, because Danny is at least going to be in last. I heard that there was a late email sent out today that if you were the first loser, you had to shave your mustache. Oh, I Ooh. like that. Yeah. I'm gonna. I gotta find Someone that. Let e- Dan I gotta find Burt that know. email. Da- um, no more Dan. He's going back to Danny. 
Yeah, someone let Dan Burke know. We could easily do an entire separate VEASAN show just on tracking the pentathlon every <laughs> single night that is in addition to primetime action on the VEASAN Plus Plus subscription yeah. network, clearly. Uh, but in the meantime, let us turn our attention to the football we just talked. You mentioned all the executives releasing their quarterback rankings. One guy who did not finish, I believe, on anywhere close to the top 10 on this list. One Ryan Tannehill as we're going to start. AFC South today. Let's get into it. 32 teams. 32 shows. Oh, yeah, it was calculated. 32 teams, something amount of shows, and it blows up. There we go. Tennessee Titans, here we go. Uh, Rob Moreno, by the way, who does our animations for the network, he, he told me, Matt, you did not actually text him about the... Uh, I, my, the message was supposed to be delivered by Bidlin back there, and it just okay. never, it never was. Wow, a lot of he, he, he was watching when you said it, but he was expecting you to actually physically. A lot text. of the oh, hold on. So he, you said he, you were going to text. Oh, so I'm I'm he, really confused now. <laughs> so so he swiped right, and he needed me to swipe right too. Pretty much. But like yeah. I didn't swipe right. He's no, like and, he swiped right, but he. he you just, said on this air you were going to talk to Rob about it. So I don't. I never even talked to Rob about it. So I don't even know how he made a new animation. I talked to Rob and I said, "Hey, did you see what Matt said on the show?" And he said, "Yeah, I saw it." Uh, he hasn't texted me, though. So apparently Rob's the only good one out of the three of us because he saw it on the show and took the initiative to build it. Is that what I'm getting? Sure. Well, Matt wanted, sure. the, wanted the 30 to <laughs> I know that's what he wanted, up, yeah. Which hasn't happened. That would be a lot. All right. Titans, let's go. Tennessee Titans here. 12-5 uh, last year, first in the South. They were the, the number one overall seed in the AFC, but the eventual Super Bowl runner-up, Cincinnati Bengals, took them out. In the divisional round, uh, Mike Vrabel's coming back for the four, for his fourth season here. Todd Downing, offensive coordinator. Shane Bowen, uh, Bowen is the defensive coordinator there for them. They played a lot of the season last year without Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, of course, the kind of glue that held this this team together at the beginning of the season. And they went through a stretch in the middle of the season where they didn't play some of their best games. And I don't know if that's even necessarily because – Derrick Henry wasn't out there. I think there was a lot of that that had to do with just some regression, right? I mean, I think this team really outkicked their coverage last year at 12-5, and five, and uh, some of the advanced statistics actually bear that out as well. We'll talk about those mm-hmm. a little bit later here. But if you're looking at what this team is going to look like and how it's going to be either the same or different, um, in for them, Robert Woods, Austin Hooper, uh, safety AJ Moore, an edge rusher and Demarcus Walker, left tackle the left tackle and uh, Jamarco Jones, but out a lot of guys and a lot of familiar names as well. Whenever we're talking about the outside of things, wide receiver AJ Brown was traded to the Eagles. Wide receiver Julio Jones remains a free agent. Right guard Roger Saffold is out. Linebacker Jane Brown is out. Down to Foreman who stepped in and and had a, a decent role. Whenever um, Derek Henry went down. He's gone. Right guard David Quisenberry is gone. Tight end Anthony Ferkser is gone. Linebacker Rashawn Evans is gone. So there are a lot of guys that were major contributors for this team over the last couple of years that are no longer. I can't believe Robinson Cano just got. He, a hit. I, I was know. waiting for you to see it. Robinson Cano just got a hit against <laughs> us here uh, in the bottom of the third. Just not our night, guys. Um, it, it, so a lot of guys that were major contributors, of course your top two wide receivers being the, the, the biggest two that are gone out of this team now. So what do they do? They go in, of course, Robert Woods comes in off of that injury, though. Will he be the same Robert Woods? That's something we'll have to figure out. But they do address it in the first round of the draft, as many people expected them to do. Wide receiver Traylon Burks was taken in the first round to come in and step in, and and he's going to have to contribute right away. I mean, that's just kind of how they, they have this thing set up and designed. They uh, drafted – a corner Roger McCreary in the second round. They drafted an offensive tackle in the third round. And then the other the other third-round draft pick was the one that everybody was sitting there waiting on, and Malik Willis finally came off the board in the third round. A lot of people thinking Malik Willis was going to go in the first round. That didn't end up happening. Malik Willis comes off the board in the third round in a very interesting, in a very interesting landing spot here for, for him because – there are a lot of people out there who are not sold on Ryan Tannehill. And there are a lot of people out there who think Ryan Tannehill's ceiling has already been met. Maybe. And you kind of know what you have in, in in Tannehill. And if anything, we're, we're yet to really see 
the true Ryan Tannehill. We kind of played above his head a little bit here the last couple of years, and it really helps when you have a Derrick Henry, when you have an A.J. Brown, when you have stuff like that. I mean, it can hide some of the warts of a quarterback, and certainly the offensive line for them was pretty good as well. Not looking to be as good this year as we go out. I took a running back in Hassan Haskins in the fourth round, tight end in the fourth round as well, and then they end up taking another wide receiver in Kyle Phillips, who looks to be maybe just a spot bit contributor for them in the fifth round if he even ends up making the team. But that's kind of how they went and addressed this some of the stuff over the uh, over the draft as well, Ben. So, I mean, you know, look, it's a lot of people looking at, at Traylon Burks and trying to say, hey, you know, he's going to in instantly step in and, and have to really contribute. And I, I agree. That being said, I, I think internally they're still looking at, at Robert Woods as being your true wide receiver one and, and Traylon Burks kind of being your wide receiver two who then grows maybe into that wide receiver one role despite the fact that they spent a first-round pick on him because – if you bring in Robert Woods, a guy with a ton of experience, a guy that has that has been a major contributor really kind of always under the radar, I feel like, but has been a major contributor right. since he's been in the NFL, I'm pretty sure they look at him as, as, as the guy and, and, and Traylon Burks being kind of more that, that number two secondary option. And it's like on the Derrick Henry side, too, and you think about all the wide receiver mm -hmm issues and it's more just a more you know, reshuffling of the deck there with mm -hmm. the personnel what will we get out of that realistically but at the end of the day you're kind of banking on the production that we've seen out of Derrick Henry a guy who's you know rushed for over 4,500 yards over the last two and a half years what realistically do you expect for him a guy who's now had the injury concerns kind of added on to onto his nameplate here so here's the thing we know the one position where guys fall off a cliff faster than any other position is a running back position. Like, we know this for sure. We've seen it time and time again. Cornerback being the second the, being the second position where guys just fall off a cliff instantly. They wake up one day and they're old. But running backs is certainly that position. And now we're talking about a guy who has an incredible workload since he's been in the NFL mm -hmm. and is coming off of an injury and has a worse offensive line than he's had since he's been there as well. So I think the production for Derrick Henry probably goes way down. And I think the production goes way down, too, because I actually think that this team is not going to be as good, which then if you're not as good, you're losing and you're trailing in games. And if you're trailing in games, then you have to throw more. So I think there's a lot of reasons to think that this is kind of a bear season for, for Henry. We'll run down all the positional rankings heading into this year for the Titans. Where do they factor into the AFC South second betting favorites? We'll continue the discussion on Tennessee next. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly as we continue on. 32 teams in 32 question mark, question mark shows. Matt Brown? What are you? Oh, you're mad about... Our baseball bet? Max Freed. It hasn't ended yet, though. We're up, we're I mean, it hasn't ended, nothing. but like Max Freed. More like Max Fried. Yeah. Ha. Seriously. Ha. See what you did there. I mean, he's only doing this because we <laughs> we bet him. Oh, God. Okay. okay. That okay. was hit like 105 miles yeah. an hour. Right to the, the center field. Right to the center field okay. yeah. for a lineup. If that would have been <laughs> in any other direction, that's a stand, an easy stand-up double in the guy from first quarter. How's so. the bullpen on this squad? Well, the, we talked the about it bullpen? earlier. They're, they're top. Actually, Atlanta has the number one strikeout per nine rate of all, right. of all baseball bullpens. I believe they are fourth in bullpen ERA this year, and they are seventh in whip. Just make it feel like another two innings, Fred. So, and they got their two best arms available. All right. Back to the Tennessee Titans. We were beginning the discussion on Tennessee before the break. And a team who is the second-betting favorite now, Matt, to come out of the AFC South, largely because of two vastly rebuilding teams below them in Jacksonville and Houston. But, you know, you look at the general numbers on them coming in, pro football focus, they've got their offensive line 27th, the wide receiver room 26th, running back room 6th, thanks to the presence of one Derrick Henry. Uh, def defensively, the lineman, linebacking core 10th, linebacker group 16th, but, and then the secondary 11th. Yeah, so the I mean, defense, they're a little higher. It, like, but if we look back on this team, right, like, start here, because like I said, I, I think that 
whenever we look at this team moving forward, I think that they really kind of outkicked their coverage last year with this 12-5. and five. And so you kind of look back and you start to look at these advanced stats as to where they fell last year. And it's like the 20th overall team according to DVOA. Now, listen, DVOA isn't the, the end-all, be-all, and I actually disagree with some of the stuff that, that, that they came out of with last season. But it just lets you know, even if they're off, you know, even if they're off five spots as to whatever, I mean, this team would be a middle-of-the-pack team overall, whereas they were the number one seed in the AFC, right? And so you're you're looking at a team that really did, was was the benefit of some fortune and really did kind of get uh, maximum, absolute maximum out of what they were given here. I mean, this 20th overall offense, the defense actually played Considering the talent that they had on that defense, that defense actually played really, really well. 12th overall defense and then 23rd on the special teams side of things as well. So, I mean, that's kind of where you where you look here. Now, moving forward, you come into a team that was 20th in offense and you lose your game-changing playmaker in A.J. Brown. You lose your secondary receiver in Julio Jones. That is replaced by a guy, as you mentioned, I mean, we can – the, the pass-catching group ranked 26th coming into the year by Pro Football Focus. Woods is 30 years old coming off of an ACL. You know, I mean, listen, he's a good NFL right. player when he was healthy, but he's a 30-year-old coming off of an ACL injury. So you're trying to replace an A.J. Brown with a 30-year-old coming off of an ACL surgery. Then Julio Jones, even though he wasn't all that productive while, while he was in Tennessee, uh, due to a lot of that due to, due to injuries as well, you have a guy that is now trying to replace – a legend with a rookie, right? I mean, and that also is something that I think is going to be pretty challenging and pretty daunting with this. And like Austin Hooper as a tight end, he's fine, right? I mean, he's fine, but he's fine. That's just yeah. it. You know, I mean, That's like he's fine. He's not say. a he's not good. He's not bad. He's fine. He would be a league average tight end when when it, when it all came down to it. That coupled with the fact that it's the 27th-ranked offensive line coming into the season with, with with Taylor Lewan, a guy who's struggled really mightily to stay on the field, and that's been a big problem for this Tennessee team. Jamarco Jones is going to have to be a guy that's going to step in and play as a youngster. Ben Jones, Nate Davis, Dylan Runs, these are all guys that don't have any real pedigree in playing high, at a high level in, in the NFL. And so what you look at here with Ryan Tannehill is a guy that actually graded out pretty well last year, according to Football Focus, 83.7. On the year, but he did have 22 turnover-worthy plays, which was eighth most in the NFL. He threw 14 picks, which was the sixth most in the NFL. And you look at this offensive line that got exponentially worse with two guys leaving, and Ryan Tannehill with a clean pocket had an 89.9 passer rating. Pressured pocket, 57.6, right? So a massive drop-off from when he had clean to when he was pressured. And now you have a worse offensive line coming in. Maybe a Derrick Henry that could be – I think it's fair for us to say that he can still be a stud while also being on the downside of his career. You know I mean? Sure, like, yeah. He's, he's, he's fantastic. He's older. He's injured. He's – like, I think, he can, I think he can, we can still say, hey, he's still an upper 10, yeah. 8, 5 running back in the league. So you were talking yeah. about Djokovic earlier. Right, but like but – He's still, still on great, the downside but he's getting of, older. Yeah, but still on the downside of, of, of his career, right? And so – you know, which also then makes this doubly hard because you have a running back that might be maybe have lost even even if it's a quarter of a step, but he's going to be running behind an offensive line that is much weaker than it was a season before, and I think an overall team that comes out probably weaker than time before. So now you're you're forcing Ryan Tannehill into passing situations where teams are going to know that it's a passing situation, so they can pin their ears back and they can blitz and they can rush and they can do all kinds of things and 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 try to get creative to mix things up. And who's he going to be throwing to? Again, a 30-year-old coming off an ACL and a rookie. So it, it, I, I think on the offensive side of the ball, it could be a pretty big struggle for them. Now, the defense does look like it can bail them out at times, right? I mean, the defensive line, Jeffrey Simmons is an is a, is a stud. Like, Jeffrey Simmons is, is legitimate, a dude that could end up being super special in this league. He had 62 quarterback pressures last year and probably – has some upside for more here. And then you you, you bring him in, Danico Autry, Bud Dupree, Harold Landry as well on this defensive line. So, like, I think this defensive line is going to be pretty stout, right, in, in all aspects against the run and, and, and rushing the passer. And kind of like you said before, Matt, they, they even ended up rating out last year better than I thought. Yeah. Like, look, you know, looking back last night, like they ended up finishing the year better than I remember yeah. them finishing the year last yeah, year. Yeah, for sure. And I think this defense is was the un – really the unheralded 
hero of this team last year where everyone was talking about Derrick Henry and everyone was talking about A.J. Brown and everyone's talking about Ryan Tannehill. Like, you know, I can't believe Ryan Tannehill's playing this well, et cetera, et cetera. When really it's like the defense that probably was was the hero yeah. for, for this squad. Remember, that um, was a team, Matt, coming into last year was pretty much a consensus bottom five yeah. defense. They Only two teams spent less money on their defense in general coming into last year than Tennessee. And really their only addition was Bud Dupree from yeah. Pittsburgh, who was coming off an ACL. And then as you laid out with the numbers, they, I mean, talk about over, you know, over exceeding yeah. the expectations. I mean, that was the the prime example there from last year. And, and then you got the secondary here that is is actually pretty good as well. So you have a defensive line that's probably going to be able to get a decent amount of pressure on quarterbacks with a secondary in Christian Fulton, Caleb Farley, Elijah Molden, and you have Kevin Byard, and you have Amani Hooker at the safety positions. Look, Caleb Farley did only play 60 snaps before an ACL injury, which ended his rookie season. So that's that's going to have to that's going to be something where he's going to have to you know. That said, only playing that few snaps, he's had a long time to recover. It's been a long. It wasn't one of those mid-season type injuries for him. It's been a long long recovery period. So Christian Fulton, we know, proven proven good corner. If Caleb Farley lives up to what everyone believes that he could be, and then you have Hooker there at the safety position, I think the secondary could be pretty pretty great as well. So, I mean, that is the thing that is the, the, the real strength of this team moving forward is going to be the defensive side of the ball, which I think will bail them out a lot of times from w- what I consider to be probably one of the bottom third offenses, if not worse, mm-hmm. in the league as we enter this season. So, um, But really it comes down to is, is what are they going to do with these games that they're supposed to win, Ben? Right. I mean, it's the 12th toughest schedule, so it's – not quite middle of the pack. It's not on the hardest, hardest end, but it's not certainly not on the easiest end. Twelfth hardest schedule. If you look at Warren Sharp, he's got them projected at nine point four wins on the season. And you take a look here, and it's like these games they're supposed to win. Do they win those games? Do they win this opener here with the Giants? Do they win on the road? At the Commanders, do they go to the Texans and take care of business and not stumble? Which, by the way, last year they lost in this, and, and we think that team is probably even better than it is now. You're going to have to win one of these games in this latter half of the schedule. You're going to have to win either on the road at the Eagles or on the road at the Chargers or something. You can't just rely on the Jags and Texans and the Giants of the world if you expect to make the playoffs yet again. And so they're going to have to take care of business on all the games that they have to win, and then they're going to have to win at least a few games that they're going to be underdogs. And I honestly think if you look at this schedule – Ben, if you take a look, I mean, they're, they're dogs against the Bills, the Raiders. They're dogs against the Colts. They're going to be dogs against the Chiefs, the Broncos, the Packers, the Bengals. They're going to be dogs against the Chargers. They're going to be dogs against the Cowboys. So, I mean, like, they're going to have to win one of those games. Like, they're going to have to yeah. win probably three of those games that they're going to make. Think an early bye, too. I mean, yeah. a week yeah. six bye, that's not exactly ideal either. This is where it, it, this is where the AFC is just so crazy this year because I mean we, you, you're, you're talking about minus 110 on each side for the yes no playoffs mm-hmm. I couldn't make a bet on that because it's do I think do I think every team in the AFC West is better than the Titans yes mm-hmm. but just frankly with the two divisions that they face it's so much easier for, for the Titans just in division that they could end up stealing one of those you know one of those playoff spots easily I would I would tend to lean no still but I, I think this is a team I just can't do much with betting wise even the even the two lose in the wild card rounds we showed up earlier mm-hmm. stage of elimination plus two twenty five is that really enough bang right. for your buck right. when you consider how wide open this all is I, I don't know I'm bearish on the Titans but I don't think it's going to induce any bets for me okay don't worry we have another team we'll talk about later on in the show the Houston Texans as part of thirty two teams and thirty two shows but up next we talk Lakers with Yovan Buha here on primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. VSIN will be broadcasting live from NBA Summer League now through July 17th. That is uh, six more days, Matt. Catch Correct. The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, live from the NBA Summer League every weekday. We'll also have special guests, exclusive content, and live updates all throughout VSIN shows. For more, follow us at VSIN Live on Twitter and at VSIN Live on YouTube. Uh, as we update some of the baseball scores right now, Matt, rough beat if you took the first five. Under in no, Phillies Cardinals. It was three oh, and a half. It was one nothing to the bottom of the fifth and a three spot for St. Louis. Corey Dickerson single, Edmundo Sosa double. Those both drove in runs. And then Andrew Kisner on a fly ball that was, what, a four four mile an hour yeah. uh, exit velocity off yeah, the bat to it was, right field? It was the most beautiful flare we've seen in quite some time because <laughs> that's a loss in this contest. So. That was a beautiful I, I feel beautiful bad. Flare. Pour one out for the guys in the nightcap. That was their first pick in the VEASAN baseball betting pentathlon, the, uh, the under three and a half first five. We're hanging in there, Matt. It's 2 nothing. Mets top of the fifth now. Mets and Listen, Braves. Listen, Max is doing his job. One hit. One hit. One singular hit. Given up so far. So Max is doing his job. We need, uh, we need Freed to get a little bit more sharp here as we move into him uh, everyone having seen him already a couple of times and getting behind in every single count is Basically. certainly not the way to do it he's already at 84 pitches so you yes. got to think pro- maybe his last inning, yeah. depending on, on how this one goes a couple of teams who staked big leads early too are doing their best to give him away Rays led 5-1 in that first game of the series against Boston but JD Martinez two run double Jaron Duran with a base hit so now 5-4 there at the Trop that is a game, Matt, that I believe has already at this point. Uh, yes, it has. It's already gone over the pregame seven and a half or eight. And then Cal Quantrill and the Guardians, they were up five zip on Lance Lynn and the White Sox in the first inning. That is now a 5-4 game in the bottom of the fifth. So that was a sweater for the, the first, uh, first five Guardian backers who thought they were, they were home easily. But they do get there. Yuan Moncada, the three-run homer, then A.J. Pollock with the base knock as well. So there's a lot of game to go in that one, and they are pushing the nine pregame total there uh, at 5-4. Uh, to four. Looking here uh, across across the landscape of anything, if you're wondering, like, you know, where are these runs coming from? Not a lot of, not a lot of bombs tonight, actually. A lot of just kind of stringing some hits together. That 1-1, one, one, uh, it's 1-1 one, one for the Tigers and the Royals right now. That was just a, a Baez double followed by a single. There was a Witt Jr. double. That, uh, that that scored that played to the run for the Royals in that one. So again, we've been watching not a lot of guys leaving the yard here tonight, which we've seen a, a ton of home runs here lately. But it's yeah. been it's been a lot of just kind of uh, stringing together some hits. Leadoff walk issued yes. by Max Fried once again. No shock there. And the greatest example of that is in Texas, where it's two nothing Rangers. Their two runs have come on a balk and a wild pitch. So <laughs> there you go. There that's you have it. That's all. You, that's all you and there you have it. it we really talked is. earlier how Adrian Martinez. The pitcher for the A's at Texas, rare, rare to see Texas like a dollar, uh, dollar eighty 
or so favorite. Uh, Texas ends up going off in that game as high as minus 175 in the market, and they're up a 2 nothing there in the, uh, in the top of the third. The only play I have later, I'll just, let's get into this right now, it's the one game that has yet to get underway for late. Uh, Merrill Kelly and the Diamondbacks in San Francisco against Alex Cobb and the Giants. Couple of teams who have not been playing great baseball, Giants in particular, who are basically right at uh, 500 right now. But I, I did go with the first five team total under two and a half at minus 145 for the San Francisco Giants. Looking with, at what the Giants have done, Matt, the last two weeks against righties, 28th in baseball on average, hitting 203 against righties, 26th in WRC plus. They are 17th in hard hit percentage, so a little bit better there. So it's a combination of that. San Francisco really struggling. The last, when do you think the last time the Giants won a series off the top of your head? I'm going to say it was late May. It was mid-June against the Pirates. June 17th to 19th. But they have, they have been pretty pedestrian to well below average over the last pretty much month, month and a half now. And you have Merrill Kelly who comes in tonight, 342 ERA, but 334 on the fielding independent pitching, 354 on the expected fielding independent pitching, and a sub-30% hard hit percentage, which is among the, uh, the elite numbers there in Major League Baseball. Just faced the Giants last week, went six and a third, allowed just two earned runs. And his last four starts, um, at 26 and a third combined innings, 24 hits and walks combined, so less than a one on the whip and only eight earned runs allowed here. So I'm, I'm just going to back a, a guy who I think is a bit of an underrated pitcher, in a pitcher's park tonight, they're in San Francisco against an offense who is completely scuffling at the plate there in the first five. Both guys aligned at four and a half strikeouts in that one. If you want the over on Cobb, it's only minus 115 on that one. If you want the over on Kelly, you, this has been bet a little bit, so this some people backing you here, minus 135 if you want the over on Kelly, four and a half strikeouts. So there were some people seeing some of the same things that you were there uh, with Merrill Kelly. Not surprised to see that either, and he struck out six Giants in the last start there on, on uh, July 6th. We got confirmed lineups of, on both teams in that game. Uh, Josh Rojas, Alec Thomas, Cattell Marte, Walker Peralta, Kennedy, Varsho, Kelly, and Perdomo for Arizona on the San Francisco side of things. Wade, Peterson, Flores, Belt, Gonzalez, VR, Crawford, Yastrzemski, and Joey Bart, who is who – is, uh, Hitting in there in the nine hole for San Francisco. It's yeah, it has not been a great, not been a good rookie campaign from Joey Bart. <laughs> hey, yeah. just that lineup in general. It's yeah. it's not been not been necessarily ideal. If you wanted to take a stab on the dog, just looking across the market, you can get as high as plus one forty five right now in the market on the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, yeah. They come off a series against the Rockies. Giants uh, back at home now for this. Luis Gonzalez is a guy that um, they called up. Uh, a little bit into the season. He's like a 26-year-old dude, so he's not like he's a super young guy. He's been on the IL for a while, just came back off the IL. But if you look at him, his he's like been almost their best hitter over the course of just in the games, at least mm -hmm. on a per-game basis. When he's, he's hitting 307, he's got a few home runs, got 25 RBI, scored 20 runs for them, he's stolen seven bases as well. Uh, getting him back in the lineup tonight certainly good for this uh for this Giants team as you mentioned trying to get it kind of out of a funk here they've been they've yeah. been in a funk well and you sure. wonder too they did they won 12 nothing yesterday in San Diego and you kind of wonder if some of these teams all right is that like the damn breaking but mm -hmm. I'm not convinced when with the numbers we've we've seen here recently it's just it's one game and we kind of talked about this earlier Padres are are scuffling as well yeah. it's amazing how when you think about like how good the Dodgers are consistently and we sort of it's one of those things that because the betting market it's, it's always hard for us to justify these daily bets on the Dodgers with how heavily priced they are. It, it kind of gets lost in the shuffle, right, of just appreciating how good, how consistent they are on a day-to-day -day basis where you have one or two bad weeks, and you're now, if you're the Padres, eight games out, and if you're the Giants with basically a couple of subpar weeks here, you look up and you're, uh, you're 12 and a half back. It's, it's that quick that it can happen. It is a miracle that we are still in this game. Oh, another walk? Yeah. Did you did you see it the leaping, the leaping catch made by the third baseman <laughs> on a scalding Max line drive? Free, for Max, Freed has, Max Freed has walked five through four and a third. And that, somehow we're still live. Yeah, in Riley just saved us a run. Yeah, Riley the, with the, the leaping, the leaping catch at third was uh, there's, pretty there, There's no way he's walked. Yeah, that is a season high in walks now for Max yeah. Street. I'm going to go try and find the last time he had five walks. It yeah. might take me a while. Like I said, we are we are <laughs> we 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 we're on the we're on the wrong side of variance, and while also on the right side of variance somehow because. We're on the wrong side of like the worst start of his of his of his uh, season, and we're also on the right side that somehow it has not just completely killed us yet. 
I am to okay. The last time he walked five guys, June twenty fifth, twenty nineteen, in Wrigley against the Cubs. Yeah, and he's only been in the big league since twenty seventeen. So I might have an answer. Pretty that might is this might just be the second start of his career. Yeah, it is second start of his entire major league <laughs> career, which this represents now. Let me just pull up his career stats, Matt. This is his. Ninety uh, sixth career start and the second time he has walked five guys. Two more for the uh, the Indian. Well, no, Guardians, Guardians. I should say. Guardians. Oh, oh no! Wait, no. He's got him in a rundown. What a weird, what a weird double play. Uh, we'll we take just got it. the that we got the one on the right side. That was of the Aries. luckiest double yes. play I've ever seen. Robinson Cano. <laughs> I'm not really sure to describe what happened on a little bleeder up the middle. He somehow botched it, but then got the ball back and then happened to be standing on the bag for the force out. And then they got the guy in a rundown running from second to third, and they somehow get like a four, five, six double yeah. play in a pickle. Wow. So two more in the bottom of the fifth for the Guardians. They now have they have a seven four lead over the White Sox. That is it for Lance Lynn. He gives up seven earned in that one. To talk about how weird baseball is, the Guardians have seven runs through five innings. They're still hitting in the fifth inning, and Jose Ramirez is 0 for three. Yeah, it's sure. Baseball's sure. just weird. Like, baseball's a just, weird a weird, just a weird game. The other, we talk about this VEASAN baseball betting pentathlon. The one, uh, the anti-sweat that is probably the more difficult one to go on is the <laughs> sweating a, uh, trying to root for an under in Padres-Rockies. There's already a run on the board there. Padres sack fly from Luke Voigt. That, a lot of money, as you would expect, Matt, to the over there. Yeah. Some shops got to 12 on that total tonight. Some 11 and a half. Heavy juice to the over, and it is one zip already. In yeah, Urania is. Not good. No. He's hashtag not good. So we hashtag need we just need Manaya to be really good tonight. Seems like an easy task. Yes. And course. What could possibly because go wrong? Urania's never gonna be really good. We got two winners in the pentathlon so far. Two winners, congrats. Betting across America and Wes Reynolds on the White Sox Guardians over nine. Two winners. Gets home. And I believe what Danny Burke was the loser on that same game, first five under. Yep. And then the nightcap, first five under in Philly's cards. Man, that's a that's a tough one. That's tough. We'll take it. We're still alive for now. We will do the second edition of our 32 teams and 32 shows up next. Talk in Houston Texans as we kick off hour number three of primetime action right after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise as a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fairs. Discover more at Viking.com. 